Hey dolls, and welcome back to another episode of the Romantically Lit Podcast featuring two undercover hopeless romantics who kiki and review different black romance novels from across the diaspora. I am Hannah. And I'm Odelia. And on this week's episode, sadly, we must sunset this YA novel that we've been reading for a couple weeks, Love Radio by Ebony Liddell. We covered a lot in the last couple of episodes, so this week we're actually going to be diving into last chapters, and wow, wow, wow. Detroit, <laughs> the birthplace of Motown music, the birthplace of love, the Superman ice cream. Um, I'm going to miss Detroit. Anyway, before we get into that, please, please head on over to your favorite audio streaming platform and check out our first couple of episodes on this book, as well as other equally romantic books we've covered on the podcast, such as A.E. Valdez, Three Kings Story Series, Part 1, Snow King Catches His Snowflake, as well as Part 2, Winter's Eve, Then, Now, and Always, or just continue browsing and uh, find other multiple reviews that we have uh, done in the podcast. As always, in this love shack of ours that we call our Le Cop Podcast, we welcome all different types of love tropes, good ones, bad ones, in-betweens, but we know we've covered everything, and I know for a fact that we have reviewed something just for you. And on that note, Adoya, let's head on over to D-Town. For the, the final D time. For the last time. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Detroit, figuratively, um, as my very sad to leave Detroit, very sad to leave the world of Miss Ebony Liddell has created, co-host has stated, we are looking at the final chapters of Love Radio. Okay, so when we last saw our our lovers, our two main characters, they were actually broken up. Um, we've got a lot of big reveals for our girl Danny. She's going through counseling at school. She's letting go of some of the stuff that's happened to her. And to do that, she also had to let go of Prince. And I, for one, was very uh, anti that situation. But she really took that all about love bell hook seriously. Oh, very seriously. She said self-love. <laughs> <laughs> she said not self and Prince, <laughs> <laughs> just me. And um, we said, okay, girl, okay, girl, you have your time. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so how about that nice boy? Who runs a little radio show? I think he go by um, what's his name, Love Jones. You know him, uh, Prince Jones. Yeah, you know he's real nice. He got a dimple. She's always looking at his dimple and his smile. Yeah, yeah. he got a little brother named Moo and his yeah. mama who has MS. Yeah, very oh nice man. boy. Oh, I love that family. <laughs> I love the Jones family. So, uh, she at this point she's starting to miss him. Oh, it's like March ish. It's almost time for the um. For the hair, hair wars, for Essie's hair war. Yeah, Essie's own version of hair wars. I don't know if she called it hair wars. I, I just kept calling it a hair showcase. But, like, yeah, it's yeah. basically hair it's wars. It's basically hair wars. Just because I say hair wars because she does reference it. And even um, on stage, 
Prince does reference the fact that like terror wars is a thing, like yeah, that, that, that. Of course, her her whole idea is mm-hmm. rooted in the idea of cultural appropriation and resistance to cultural appropriation. So yeah, by reclaiming it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's also an ode to hair wars. Yeah. So if you would have these ideas of hair wars, please send them to me. I, I, again, I've not seen these. Um. So as she's missing him, she decides, you know, I'm, I'll just, I won't check his Instagram a thousand times. I'm gonna just make sure to put on his radio show, and she's like, his voice sounded so nice, and um, you know, I, I miss him, and I almost called the show. But somebody beat her to it. Talking about what happens if you have an ex that you feel bad that you want to take back. and uh, Like, Morgan, nobody asked you to call the radio. Don't be begged. <laughs> but just know if my girl Danny did it, I would have supported her ten, does, ten toes down. Like, that was so, like, you know what? It, like, girl, huh? <laughs> You're in college, Okay. Like, stop it. You know, it reminded me of, um, I don't know how many rom-coms you've watched in the past, but, like, this particular thing that Morgan did took me to two. The first one is Brown Sugar with Tay Diggs and Sanaa Lathan. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, you have not? No. Um, That's yeah, one where she's a journalist, no? Yeah, and you know what? I'm pretty sure Ebony Liddell took some elements from it because they're both in, they both grew up together. Love, love, love music. They're best friends. They actually are in love with each other. They don't know it yet until they get, have different partners mm-hmm. or he gets married to somebody else. Um, fun fact, on that set is when Boris Kojo and his... His wife met? Yeah, Nicole. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I know, right? That's so cute. I know, so cute. Um, but yeah, it reminds me of that because like, I think he, uh, she, or he called her up I was just like, do you want to date me, be my girlfriend, yes or no, in like these checkbox? And she yeah. had to like, <laughs> God, it was so silly. That or Accidental Love by Uma. I haven't seen any of these. What? Girl, you got to get into it. I need to do a romance um, education. Okay. So Accidental Love, there's a similar scene to that as well. The main character who's played by Uma, I forgot her last name, but she was in Thurma? Kill. Yes. Thurman? Yes. Uma Thurman? Kill Bill? She yes. Is in, yeah, yes. her. And um, this guy, I always forget him, but I think he was in CSI Love You. He was like the Spanish guy who ended up <laughs> with whatever his character when her husband died. Antonio Banderas. I think that's him. Is, is he married to Penelope Cruz or that's somebody no, else? I, I always confuse those two else. guys. I don't know. Anyway, same situation. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she was a love doctor and he was just a regular guy. His wife, his engaged wife, would constantly tune into this girl's content. One time she calls and said, I'm not so sure if she married that man. And she just like dump him. She ends up dumping the guy, and he is pissed off and resentful. And he's like, I want to go and mess up that love doctor's life. Um, so, like, he fakes this marriage certificate that they were married, whatever. He has some friends in high places. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, they end up falling in love with each other. And when she finds out that he's the reason and he faked everything, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, the whole idea of radios, him calling in, like, it's so stupid. Morgan, you were so dumb. You were so dumb. So you still have gripe about this movie, clearly. What do you mean? <laughs> I have to do my research. Okay. Because you know, I'm pretty sure like we're when I mean it's not some it's not something brand new, right? There's always been calling in and talking about love and whatever, but I think Morgan doing this so um publicly is she should be a little bit embarrassed. Anyway, Danny was upset as I am because that is her man. 
No, Danny, the funny thing about her, she's a silent upset. She's like, well, I guess they're together now. Because <laughs> she was like, I was listening and hoping he'd be like, no, I don't want to see you. And he yeah. said, He's send like, me yeah, a text yeah. and I'll send let you know. Send me a text, we'll, we'll set up something. Excuse me? I'm your girl. Yeah, but you broke up with me. Aw, but you and got you my haven't letter, reached babe. out to me in two months. Fair enough. And she and he was calling a lot in the beginning, and then he just stopped. Then yeah. Why? Well, did he? I think he stopped calling her. Why would you continue? I thought he was calling before he the letter, but then after the letter it was no. Yeah, he just stopped. And maybe they'll see the each other passing. Oh God, so annoying. At this point, I started counting the pages to the end mm-hmm. because I was getting afraid that there were too many or too little pages left and i'm just like hmm can ebony build a story off for these two to end up together or she's just trying to hoodwink me (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean at this point i'm just like no i have to know what the ending is anyway (sighs) i had a i had a good feeling i had a good feeling um so anyway, so on top of that, it's also as we said, Essie's hair war. So she's getting ready for that, and I don't remember. Are they like practicing prior to, or did I? Yeah. So they're everyone's backstage getting their makeups done, putting their gowns, their best gowns on. Uh, the hairdressers are up and down. The every this is chaotic. I can imagine how backstage usually is for yeah. these type of shows. And Danny, from what it's described, she looks absolutely stunning. Be- stunning. Her makeup is on fleek. <laughs> Connor said, I'm 77 years old. <laughs> on fleek in 2024. And I said makeup instead of eyebrows, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's on fleek, girl. It was, oh, ooh, that took you back. <laughs> yeah, it's like 2014. No, I want to say like 2011. Yeah. I'm telling my age. Yeah, clearly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it. She looks amazing. She she caught herself in the mirror and she's like, "Wow, like I'm beautiful." She had that Eve beat on a, <laughs> you know, Eve's beat on the cover of Winter's Eve. Oh, Winter's Eve. Yeah, yeah. The other book we reviewed uh, last oh, season. Oh, right, guys. Um, A.E. Valdez. That Winter's Eve. Just look the at cover, the cover. Just Ooh. to look for it. She her face is beat to the quads. Seriously, <laughs> like I wish I could even do half that type of makeup. Listen, um, and so yeah, Danny decides. I think they're there's people are still setting up, so she decides to go, uh, onto like the main place to. I th- did she go and get snacks? Yeah, some she wants to get snacks. Yeah, and she guess who's into setting up? PJ. PJ's there setting up his set for and the she's show, like, oh. and he's like, "Hey, he's being real stoic about it." hate that and um yeah but she low-key deserves it mm-hmm. like she's like do you do you need help and he's like no it's i'm good like he's done this a thousand gazillion times and then she she says something cute she's like can i make a request for a song and he's like what song is that not what happened Connor? no it is it's exactly what happened, happened. Oh. and he's like what song and she's like sorry by justin bieber and he's like really Really sorry by Justin Bieber, and um, she <laughs> she's like, well, I I couldn't think of another like apology song, and he said, remind me to send you a mixtape of apology songs, and I was just like, how many mixtapes do you have in your heart, P? Like, oh. 
girl, he's been making them since he was in the sixth grade. The moment he <laughs> spotted Danny, he's just like, yeah, that's the one. That's the one I make music for. Oof. Holly just made that shit up right now. I did. <laughs> because when I see stuff like this, obviously I'm going to go above and beyond and, and start romanticizing <laughs> beyond the pages. Um, yeah. And then Morgan appears. No, 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 sure? no, not yet, not yet, not yet. What happens before she appears? So they have a conversation, it's really lighthearted, and then Essie comes and says, where are you, girl? Like, we gotta go, you right. like, thank God you got the snack. Then she's like, Prince, doesn't she look pretty? And he's like, she always looks pretty. Yeah. So then they go backstage, she does her final touches, and then her, Rashida, and Danny, as they're doing her final touches, they have a moment where Essie's like, thank you, girl, because, like, I couldn't have done this without you. Like, thank you, Danny, for being my muse. And, you know, just thank you for your support, Rashida. And it was just very girlhood. It was very beautiful. Um, Like, I, I loved it. Right. Like, I was like, aw. And then they're like, okay, it's time for the show. So then Rashida and um, Danny are watching from the side, and they see Prince do his thing. Again, another element of – uh. Another element of Danny looking at Prince do what he loves, mm -hmm. be in his passion, and just be, like, admire him. So he says the crowd is eating it. He's like, I'm DJ Love Jones, you know. It's cute or whatever. Um, and I, uh, can I just say, SE show sounds amazing. So you have the main guy coming out who's also, like, the, the person who's going to Michigan State, I think. Mm -hmm. And he's oiled up because <laughs> they talk about how much a body oil or baby oil um, Danny has to put on. They're like, well, the star athlete has, like, two bottles on him. Yeah. And, you know, the hair's there. And then they had a voguing section. And the, the stylists who did their hair coming out, and they voguing. And then, of course, Danny was the main thing of the show she was the main attraction right and she looked beautiful she came out and she was stunning the crowd their mouths were left agape 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 mm -hmm. agape and um, <laughs> the crowd was <laughs> they were shook okay? they were shook okay <laughs> they saw this girl and i'm trying to visualize her look um, she had like a long mane. They had lots of flowers on her hair. Like she just looked absolutely. I beautiful. feel like she looked ethereal or something. Yeah, like it's honestly what's popping up my head right now is just Diana Ross. Diana Ross with the big bouncy hair. Maybe imagine like flowers all over it. Um, I'm actually thinking of Minnie Riperton and like I think it's an album cover. I'm thinking. Yeah, of. but they had to add extensions to her hair. And that's why I said Diana Ross because oh, okay. her hair is more more flowy more bouncy because i know what cover you're talking about it actually yeah. did cross my mind too but i think she had like a like short afro for 4c oh i just meant like esque i didn't mean like for oh. sure for sure i just meant like esque um, i imagine her hair is longer obviously than this minis but and then of course she spies rashida was kind enough to sit in the audience so she had someone to look at her mama's there and i'm told and who's in the crowd mook is in the crowd having a time oh of right he had a little dancey he dance. dancing and everybody in his little section just like go mook go mook <laughs> and then like Prince is there like y'all somebody get this boy I think Aunt eventually comes yeah. over and takes him just like but um, but yeah she looked good and then she looks over at Prince and he is lost for words as all I'll never I could be sick in my elderly age okay and y'all can say be read my grandchildren will be reading me a book 
And y'all mm-hmm. say the man was so taken by her beauty, he could not speak. And I'll be like, that just added five days to my life, grandchildren. Because I love it each time. <laughs> Why do you look so upset? <laughs> because it never has to get to that degree. <laughs> but, like, I I agree with you, like, 100%. He... And, you know, he's just he's just watching her and just so proud of her, so happy, so in love. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he looks at her and he's like, look at this woman. Look at this girl I have. Like, ain't I the luckiest man on this planet? Honestly. If, and you're tell- you want me to believe these two people are together in the future? No, they married? are. They are together. They are soulmates. Um, and even when Danny walks on that runway and off it, she can imagine that Prince has like his dimples. You know, he likes yeah. to show his little dimple, like you said. And you know, just he smiling. He said something to her on stage. Well, when he introduces he, oh, her on stage. Yeah, when he introduces her on stage, he's yeah. just like, y'all, like, the main attraction is here. The yeah. incomparable Danielle Ford. Come on now. Come on, girl. Do your thing. She goes up there and she's walking down that stage, mm, the runway. It's just, <laughs> it's everything. And then this is where things start to go sour. So the show ends. Oh, Essie comes out. She says, you know, when I first came to this country, when my family first came to this country. Oh, right. Essie's speech was amazing. Yes. Yeah. I was one years old. My family came from Ghana. My dad was a PhD student. And my mom braided hair to keep food on the table. And I used to follow her everywhere she went. And I fell in love with hair. And I started doing my own hair at age seven. And, you know, from there, I started watching all these Hair Wars videos. And it was amazing to see. And I was inspired by it. I'm also a tradition of the cultural appropriation aspect. And this is an ode to the hair war wars that we're used to seeing here in Detroit. And, yeah, and, I, and this is just a piece of me. And I thank you. And I thank you, Mom and Dad. And her dad stood up <laughs> when they were clapping for them. But her mom was a little more shy. Yeah. But, yeah, but it went well. And then... Um, it went well. It just, everything just ran smoothly. Yes. Um, and now we're backstage, and Danny actually wants to catch up with Prince, because, like, she, you know what it is? The adrenaline was uh, was in her. She and was they had just a nice convo. Yeah, like, she was just, uh-uh, I gotta, I gotta catch up with the guy. And so, like, they're backstage, but she was trying to take stuff off of her, yeah. of her little hairpiece that's going on, and she's rushing, and she's rushing, and she's like, ah, oh, let me do it myself. She gets at least some of it off. And then one of the moms is like, if you're trying to catch Prince, he's packing up his stuff right now. So she puts her shoes back on, and she goes out there, and she as she turns the corner, a certain somebody's also at Prince's station. Who is it? It's Morgan. Morgan is there. Um, I don't know why, but <laughs> I guess. Um, and of course, like Danny's just like from well from that radio conversation they had it seemed like these two could be dating or they're reconciling something in the past and i think it makes her feel just really uncomfortable of course i'm pretty sure prince is just like shit 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 my wife and my ex-girl are here exactly what are we gonna do what are we gonna do y'all and he's trying um, to get his wife to stay and she's like it was just nice seeing you again yeah like and hope i like, see you around but danny wait no no it's fine it's fine no but danny and <laughs> and then she runs off because it's an after party okay I will say she is good compartmentalizing because Rashida was like waiting for her and she was like, this is Essie's day. We're not going to mope. Yeah. We're going to celebrate. Like, let's just celebrate. Exactly. And they do. 
and then they go home and she finally checks her email after like a few days and she has a certain email waiting for her from a certain school in new york and she runs in her mom's bed and this scene was so beautiful to me and she's like mom and she's like she looks at it she's like i just want to let you know no matter what it says you're amazing you're brilliant like and you're deserving of all good things like he's just being so sweet to her so when she off- opens it she says it says congratulations and they jump on the bed yeah and i wish y'all could see my smile right now as if i was there like they jump on the bed and they're giggling together and i was like this is beautiful yeah like i this is like she has such healthy relationship with her parents like i just this is beautiful this is absolutely darling like it, i loved it it was so i was so cozy that's what it was it, it just felt like a hug and this is when my chest started to get tight and then as soon as we flipped to chapter 20 right my chest got tighter that my eyes started to leak and i didn't know how to stop it chapter 20 i like it's back to back um parents and yeah. child type of yeah. um content yeah but chapter 20 <sighs> chapter 20 so we're at chateau prince <laughs> shay lori <laughs> and mom and prince have a conversation essentially yeah prince and come really he bad. comes in and says like mama my grades are bad <laughs> my grades i let me tell you right now i gotta retake classes it's really bad and of course this this makes her feel a little bit worried because she's like oh my god my son my son like it's not only on? that he it's not even they're bad like he's got a couple oh yeah of d's he has a couple of d's because he's mom not applied for any school he's just gonna go to community college he says yeah so it's it's and you know what the mom knows we know that is not no. the destiny for our that is not the future for our for our baby boy and she's just like, well, you know, I mean, I know you've been interested in going to New York City. And he's like, how'd you know that? He's, he's like, like, well, you know, I forget things all the time, right? I just, I was going through history and I saw that, you know, a couple tabs here say, you know, City University of New York. Is that, is that what it stands for? City University of New York? Cunny? C-U-N-Y? I don't Cunny know. is crazy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard it pronounced. Cunny? um yeah mom is just like i you know i'm not snooping around i was just like you know i was trying to go back to my past tabs which honestly university of new york oh okay cool and she and he's just like yeah like i think ideally i would love to do this you know i mean this Mm -hmm. music thing i wanted to blow up i want to i want to live my life i want to inspire like these other people i'm a dreamer i want to get out of here i want to do everything and mom's just like I know you will, and I. W- and they have such a. Oh God, this particular part just—they mm, have a really honest conversation about the dynamics in the yeah. household and the responsibilities and stuff. Prince always felt, and he told his mom that, like, I felt like I have to, I have to be there. I yeah. don't want you to feel like I'm abandoning you or Nuke because that's not what I want. I want you guys to be okay, and that's why I go out of my way to make sure everybody here is good, everybody elsewhere is good, and. His mom almost stops him and says, you don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, she was like, I w- will take care of myself before you. Yeah. And I'll be able to do it after you. And, um, and it's like, I'm going to be okay. We'll find a way to be here. Why do you, you know, and I know I depend on you a lot. 
and it, it it makes me feel bad when I ask you to do something and I find out from your uncle that you're at a radio station, you're at you have school, you have this this and this and this and like you can say mom can you text me to remind me this or yeah. mom can you ask somebody else to do it like that is okay yeah and she she's also like oh, it's just so why am I testing Teddy girl now let me thug it out no thug it out girl don't cry <laughs> here <laughs> and then she's like you know um she's like i'm sorry that you found me like that when you were younger yeah and all the trauma that may have caused you and for how much i depend on you yeah and we'll work on that but what she says to me that's so beautiful she says having ms has never defined you but you know what has being a mother you and nuke both have such a good heart and i feel so blessed to say that i created you yeah like what beautiful no y'all the reassurance i gotta sit down the you are set the reassurance in this particular part of the of the chapter was so it was so needed i think prince needs to be told again and again that you are doing a lot that you are as you are a perfect you don't need to do anything more than this even and put yourself first as well yeah and she also said in that moment he realized like his mom is a fighter like yeah the moment that she found out that she had ms like she she bit on it she's been trying to be the best version of herself that she could be for her and for him and nuke and um on top of that like he realizes like just like his mom he needs to learn how to ask for help yeah so he gotta do that he gotta ask for help he does and focus on himself and the future that he wants to build for him and his family yes um and they end that conversation of talking about let's treat this year as a transitional stage, a yeah. transitional year where we learn how to gain self-sufficiency. So the mom is going to do her best to mm-hmm. work with her brother, you know, Ankh, to find a, p- a way to balance everything around the house so everybody gets what they want and everyone is happy. And I just think that was such a such a beautiful way <laughs> To end that particular part of the book. And of course they're crying. Yeah, they're crying. They're crying. And I can just imagine his mom just shouldering him. And yeah. just like rub, like you know, just holding your baby boy and being like, baby. Every, everything's going to be okay. I think that's, r- that's really important. And I think that whole conversation is the reason what spearheaded him to get, I think, even more serious about planning for his future. Yeah. And luckily Mr. Smith was in his corner. Yeah. So, and, you know. That's good. So that's where that ends. Yeah. And so we push ahead to chapter 21. And it starts with Ravoy Yassine texting Prince. It's done. And he's like, thank you. I appreciate you. Love ya. See you later. Pr- uh, Yassine's a nice enough to drop off a letter to Danny Pouk for... Or Yassine is a nice enough to drop a letter to Danny Pauk for Prince. Mm-hmm. And we get a little insight of what Prince has been up to. Um, so, of course, after the breakup, he was super duper sad. And um, after being super duper sad, he <laughs> he started his healing process and he realized something. Uh, you know, he to be with Danny, he also had to be 
a good a better person for herself mm-hmm. like he was so proud of danny for everything that she's done like just considering everything that she had come from when he first met her she was quiet and non-social and you know she's reconnected with her family and her friends and she's much like uh you know she's just a much happier person and he like i'm sure a part of that is attested to me but like to her own like will to to continue to to just be a better person is like clearly the proof is in the pudding all right i'm losing the words but the proof is in the pudding guys and he's like because of that i need to also be a good person for myself so i need to put in the work for what i want to do yeah and that includes going to community college making sure his grades are up um making sure you know that he will be able to apply to the school that he does want to go to and i think he says he says i if i wanted a girl like danny i need to be a better human myself she made me grow the hell up she did and i was just like i read a i summarized what that whole introspection that he had between him and danny and they're all true. Danny nav- never gave up on him, never mm-hmm. accepted his impulse to settle. You know what I mean? Every yeah. time he tried to backtrack and say, oh, my dreams are just dreams. She's like, no, make this shit happen because you are so talented. And he ca- and she called him out on a lot of his, you know, concerns and, oh, I'm so unsure. She's like, no, don't do that. And I really like the fact that he mentioned this too, but Danny taught him to read more. Yes. I, did hi- I did highlight that here because... I mean, obviously, as a book podcast, we are team read, nigga, read. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, absolutely, yeah. Don't <laughs> treat it like ruckus. it's an allergy, all right? We're talking ruckus for sure with the boondocks. Um, and, you know, when sh- the whole idea of maybe you should study psychology, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Maybe you should do this and that. He's taking that information in because he respects that girl. You know, yes, he respects exactly. her. And he's like, this girl's trying to better me. Let me find out more so I can better myself. And so she's good. I'm good. And together, they're going to be good at any MLK Boulevard. You hear that? More like Barry Gordy Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> better. <laughs> um, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> this shit is good. <laughs> this shit is good. I, I'm telling you, there is what? Ebony Liddell. Is this crack? This crack, Miss Emily Liddell. Do you want a foot rub? Have a massage on the shoulders. A, a cooked meal. I'm not gonna lie to you. I actually did listen to a couple interviews with Ebony Liddell because I was just like, I have to know who this woman is. Like, who is this woman that's keeping me up at night? And she said that, you know, obviously when you're a writer, mm-hmm. a black woman mm-hmm. in particular, and she knows the publishing industry. Everybody mm-hmm. knows the bottom. The bottom line is the cash. The cash floor. Mm-hmm. Cash floor. Cash floor. And she said, I would rather not write or submit anything unless it was on my terms. And I know that when she was writing this book, I can imagine a white publisher being like, "Mm, what's this for? Especially white people here. No shade again, like, but like a city like Detroit, it's not New York. It's not Atlanta. It's not L.A. Yep. It's not London. It's not Paris. Like, it's a small, quaint place. Yeah. You know, and... It's um, about two teen- two regular, regular black teenagers who love creating. Yep. And I so. love that she stuck to her guns and said that I'm going to write the story the way I want it to be written. And 
as I'm licking through these words, licking digesting these characters, getting sick from all the love and getting admiration they have for each other. Uh, girl, like my tooth hurts. <laughs> tooth pain from a book is crazy. It, that's how sweet it is. In fact, I have diabetics. Diabetics. <laughs> <laughs> what show were we watching where they said diabetes? I was watching um <laughs> Smothered. I think I was trying to quote a different, you know what, whatever. No, but I was watching sm- a sm- clip of Smothered on um yeah. TikTok. And right. they were like, you have diabetes? Because you know sh- they're from New Jersey or yeah. something. They're Italian-Americans. And they speak that Teresa Judice English. I love it. You over there, stop fighting. Yous. (laughs) (laughs) Minds. Anyway, um, it's just, I'm, Ebony, Miss Ebony, thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking that amazing mind of yours, building up these characters and throwing them into a book like this. I am forever grateful. I think I wish this, I wish I had this book in my hand when I was much younger, but whatever. I am so happy. No, we haven't. It's because, I'm so soaked up right now, Julia. Like I really am. I'm I'm happy. But anyway, um, Danny calls PJ Prince and asks if they can meet up. You know what I mean? Um, at this time the sun is out. You guys, I think it's like what it March. I guess the sun no, shows up earlier. Like May. Oh May. Okay. This yeah. So it's definitely warmer now. I think it's like April or May. Okay. I remember seeing May. I'm just gonna say in Toronto, April and May could still be winter, but in Detroit and that, but Detroit is the same. I so I don't know, y'all. Detroit is only three hours from here. I know we are literally just over Lake Listen, girl. Michigan. That's like fine. we share the five That's lakes fine. with them, so the weather is the same. No, because you know a lot of Americans think like they're there's we're somehow living in a tundra when our weather is about the same as like New it's York, New Jersey. It's about the same, but. The wind is not the same, okay? There's a <laughs> caliber here that does not, it's not the same degree. I will say it is more Midwest-like weather. So that's, what, so again, like Michigan, Wisconsin-like weather. Not Wisconsin. Wisconsin's more like Saskatchewan, Alberta kind of weather. But Michigan is close to. Um, but uh, but our winds are colder. Um, so we move on to chapter, we move on to the next chapter, and... <laughs> no, we're in the same chapter, no? I'm talking about the next chapter when they meet up. Is it not chapter 22? You're right, girl. Okay. So, <laughs> I'll continue. You know, one thing about me is I stay consistent in this book. <laughs> right. Oh, and something else I wanted to note that I enjoyed. I just want to make sure I didn't from make which this shit up. From which part? From everything. Oh, okay. Overall. Like, every chapter is like, like this one, chapter 22, love notes. Like, each one had a, a title. And I know it's so right. simple, but I liked it a lot. Yes, it, it did have titles, like fine-tuning, mm-hmm. um, mixtape something. Like, they all had different themes to it, Yeah, which I did like as well. Um and so chapter twenty two we open up. <laughs> Danielle is sitting on the porch, or where she meets Prince. He's coming out of his car, and she ha- he had I'm fam- I can't no. suck this shit out. So he had written her a a note, like as we said, Yasin dropped off and she read it. And do you want me to read the whole note? No. <laughs> okay. Don't so read the whole note, but summarize note. it beautifully, please. Okay, I'm gonna try my best. 
in the note, um, you know, he's like, I, I picked up one of the books I saw you holding that day in the library, and I read the dedication, and you're right, they're pretty good. Yeah. And he, can I just say, also stopping right there, reading this book finished made me go back to her dedication. Yeah. And just bringing that to the creative in Detroit who yeah. wants to think they can do this. Yeah. It, it just felt so... It's so simple, but after reading this, it felt so much more powerful. This book is loud. Like this book is loud. This book is screaming. Literally. So, you know, he wrote. He's like basically because love requires trust and balance, and he's like, so here's what happened with Megan. We did go out, and I told her I didn't want to be with her, and that you know I weighed the options, and I didn't. It, it just didn't work, and she made it clear like. You know, she only was ever contacting me because she was lonely. She was lonely. She was bored. Like every time sh- her her and her man fought or broke up, you know, here, here, here I am, and it just wasn't right. And he, on top of that, she begged. But I told her I was like, I love you, Danielle, and I. It would be wrong for me to be with her when I know that I love you. And he, he very clearly says, I love you. And he says, I love you, Danielle. You probably knew that. But you made me recognize the power of words, how they matter. So I'm telling you now. Um, and he did it in a love note because he knows that's something that she quite likes. And he says, I'm going to read this bottom part because this is all so beautiful. I'm sorry. Okay. But he says, whatever happens between us, whatever man you end up settling down with, although I promise he'll suck in comparison to me, keep this note. Write about me in one of your books. Write about us. That will be your love note to me, a way to subtly let me know you never forgot about me. This memory, this moment in time when the world was so confusing and we had to grow up and we grew up in one another, that our time together was boundless, that affection and appreciation and fondness and emotion are all things we felt together. And yes, I looked at a thesaurus for words to describe love. So what? He says, I love you. Did I say that? I love you enough to lose you, to be thankful to have had you, to want you to be the happiest version of Danielle you you can be. And whether that's with me or without, your mom is right. If anyone deserves a true love story, it's you. Your Prince Love Notes Mixtape Volume Infinity. And yes, I'm holding back tears because it makes me emotional. That is who I am and I'm okay with that. That is perfectly <laughs> and that okay. The whole thing is just so. Be- How at seventeen you can say, "I love you enough to to leave to, to leave let you to go." Someone else. Yeah. Like, it's so beautiful, and then the mixtape Infinity, my pr- your Prince. I can't. I can't do this, guys. I feel like Wendy Williams in that one clip. <laughs> I gotta go. It's just so beautiful, and, like, I just, I love the letter, and that's when I started sobbing. Well, I was very sobbing when he was talking to his mama, but I was really, 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 really sobbing (laughs) at that point. So, yeah, I just, I loved it. I love it so much. That letter, I mean, all I wrote here was that it was perfection. The letter had everything it needed to have. He administered it with so much love and so much care that I was in disbelief. And I'm not going to lie to you. At this point, Prince is my benchmark. Ooh. This is my benchmark. This is what you have to do. Sincerely. The 
idea of Prince, the fact that he's just like, no, you go chase your dreams. I There's something bigger out there for you. There's something bigger out there for me. And I hope, you know, by the fate of the universe mm-hmm. that we can be better with each other. Or without each or other, without but each appreciate other, each other. But always have those memories. And it goes back to the first thing I think both of them sort of tease in earlier chapters. Like it's, I think it's better to have loved and lost. lost than to not have loved at all. That quote is so, that quote is really the theme of their relationship, to be honest. Um, and everything about it was beautiful. And I love the fact that he, in the beginning of the note, he was talking about the whole bicycle thing. I, I'm going to say, and I think I'm wrong, but I'm just going to say, I think it's, Nikki Giovanni's bicycle, the book, the poems that she has. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Nikki Giovanni writes a lot of yeah. love poems. And that's a book that she was, that she had in the library. Yeah. And he spotted it. Because I think that's, isn't that yeah, bicycles? Yeah, Trust and balance. Yeah. Um, Nikki, is it you, girl? <laughs> Tell me, Nikki. <laughs> yeah, let's just call it Nikki Giovanni. Um, it was just so, it was just lovely. I don't know. Wha- after that, I don't know what I'll do with myself. I would have married him and given him 15 babies. Damn, they're only 17. No, but I would have been like, but we're going to get married. And in 10 years, I'm going to give you 50 babies. That's how you should behave. (laughs) This man has taught me so much. (laughs) No, really. Like, that's how you should truly behave. Uh, After they give us a snippet of the note, uh, they go ahead and talk about, like, everybody's updates. I think they just give, like, a rundown. Like, who's going here? What's happening here? Because they haven't really been speaking to each other that much. Yes. So she's going to NYU. She's going to be Effie's roommate. Oh, sweet. And everybody, including Rashida, is coming up with Airbnb to help them move in. Rashida's going to West End. Coincidentally, Malik is also going to West End. Malik, in the previous chapter, has decided to be a better man. He is no longer talking to Shart. <laughs> he loves Rashida. And so Miss Ebony Liddell, so sorry, Miss Ebony Liddell, if you do want to write Malik and Rashida's university romance novel, we will read it. Rashida is, I want, I want her to be my friend. She just sounds so amazing. Such a good company. Um, the one that shocked me is uh, Yassine going to Howard. Okay, because I was like, so we're just going to act like the non-black boy is not going to Howard. And he's like, maybe he's I guess following he his really girl, Jordan. They didn't say that, though. I he don't know. He really like black people. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going for architecture, but they think he's going to end up becoming an illustrator, which is yeah. quite interesting. Um, I love that. Yeah. Then, oh, him and Ant are going to the local community college, and they're both planning to transfer. So Ant wants to go to state. Um, Michigan State, and um, he, of course, wants to go to CUNY or CUNY, as yep. Hannah. As CUNY. <laughs> um, <laughs> because not only is his big start in his career there, but his the love his of his love life, of his is, life there is there, too. There. And also, he got into the summer internship. He applied for... Oh, the at Motown. Um, yeah, he, at the Motown Museum, there's an internship they're doing for the summertime. He applied, he got in. Like, look at God. Yeah. Great. And um, there's two more things. Can you say... Before the sprinklers or after the sprinklers? Maybe with the sprinklers. Um, yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. So then he says, "Yeah," and we're and they think she's just proud of him that he's yeah, you know, he's putting his best foot forward, essentially. So then it starts raining, and my girl just got a silk press. Oh. He not only did he write the letter, he also recorded it. Yeah. Because uh, he's still a you know an auditory person at heart. Yeah. And he's like, writing is your thing, but 
Danielle does say he's a beautiful. He's clearly a beautiful. Yeah, he writer. is. He's we know his identity, but let's pretend. Um, he's clearly a beautiful writer. He wanted to be, and maybe that's hinting in the future he could write some songs. Absolutely, he can do anything. Listen, Prince is, Prince is an all-round creative. Listen, so um, in doing so, he's like maybe I could be like a an audio audiobook um actor. Yeah. He could do audio, and they earn quite a bit of money. He's from like, doing no, we could do the extra cash. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it starts raining. Is it raining, or is it the sprinklers in the garden? Let me it's, see. It's okay, hot so right now. Okay, so then she says, oh, and then Danny says, I read somewhere the best lovers are best friends first, and Prince, you become my very best friend. That's what I miss the most. I miss our laughs and our talks and your clumsy ass. I miss everything about you, too, he chimes in. I never thought I'd miss someone so badly. Afraid of what to do next, we don't move till we're still lost in each other's eyes until we hear a click, click, click step noise. Our eyes widening at the same time. Uh oh, before we have a chance to sprint off, the lawn sprinklers turn cut on. Okay, and then she says, right on my silk crest. And, you know, she had had it done just to see this boy. But, um. I know we all know what's happening here. Because, because in the if first you chapter. Watch, exactly. She said, why would any black girl get her silk crest wet on purpose? And that's from Love Jones, okay? The cult and classic. And she loved herself some Jones, okay? <laughs> I don't care what y'all said. I loved, I, I just loved it that they were kissing in the rain. Because that's what happens, okay? They kiss with the sprinklers on. Um, and they start sort of dancing with each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, PJ is beatboxing. He shouldn't be beatboxing, but he is. Um, he says, teach me ballroom. Yeah, teach me ballroom. And I don't know if we mentioned it, but in a previous episode, when Danny was dancing with Uncle Jerome in the living room, um, PJ was like, damn, like, I don't know how to do this thing. And then that night when they were texting each other, um, Danny says, like, do you ever want me to teach you how to ballroom dance? He's just like, nah, I w- you'll teach me when you say those words. <laughs> Y'all know what words they are. Those three little words. Three little we words. We said it in Portuguese earlier. Did, did we say it? I think we did. Yeah, Chiamo. Chiamo. And so. Jetem. Um, is that how you say I love you in, in French? Or is, that a deep, or is there a deeper way to say I love somebody? No. The like how the Spanish have like their categories. No, it's Jetem. Oh. Okay. Um, so yeah, beatboxing as they're dancing with the sprinklers on. And she's just like, I thought she, w- <laughs> I thought she were. <laughs> Do it because I'm imagining them in my head, and I'm just getting distracted because I'm so fucking happy. <laughs> no, I thought this was gonna end badly. I didn't. What? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. <laughs> she's I'm coming back. Out of body experience. No, guys. I really am because I really <laughs> was happy with the ending. Um. So Danny's just like, I thought she said that I had to say those words before I could teach you how to ball dance, ball dance, ballroom dance. <laughs> and then he's, <laughs> and he's just like, okay, like, you know, like. He's like, then say, say it. Say it. She's like, say what? He's like, say those words I've been dying for you to say. So and then she's she like, says, oh, her response. It's Toni Morrison, right? It's Toni Morrison from anyone. Uh, Beloved is one of Toni Morrison's best books. But it's a trilogy, so this is the I think the second or third one about jazz. That's where this is from. Okay, so she says, "Don't ever think I fell for you or fell over you. I didn't fall in love. I rose in it. I saw you and made up my mind, my mind, and I made up my mind to follow you too." 
I like the idea of, and I made up my mind to follow you through. That's beautiful. That's Tony right there. I know, but I can still say it's beautiful. No, I'm no, I'm saying like that's. <laughs> that I'm, I had the same response oh. as DJ. It was just like t- Tony. Tony got some bars. Okay, yeah. she got some stuff to say. Um, he said, and I quote, "Tony be knowing." Yeah, she be knowing. That's <laughs> Tony right there. And yeah, and then they just they just they're just there, like they're excited about what the future holds. I'm, my chest is tight, guys. Like I love this book so much. Like it makes me so emotional. Like, it is so good. <laughs> that ending just what? I can't be a thug and talk about this book. I, like I can't be gangster about it. Like no. <laughs> and to be fair, we we're literally two hopeless romantics reading. I mean, but that's, like that's a whole shtick for this <laughs> this podcast. But it's really hard when y'all write masterpieces like it this. Is. The you ending know? was perfection. Every element in this book was perfection. It was done with so much care. I felt like, you know when um, you buy something fragile and the box is fragile and the courier guy's like, I'm going to be real careful when I, yeah. when I put this at the doorstep. That's how I felt this book was delivered to yeah. me. I, it was done so intentionally. It was, it was done with so much care. I don't know how to emphasize that more. It's just, it's a masterpiece. I agree a thousand percent. Like I've already said, I literally finished the book in tears, took a small break and then started sobbing again. <laughs> like just yeah. feeling overwhelmed by everything that I took in and then being done with it. And like, it's perfect as Hannah said, but I think always as a reader who loved it, like I'm always going to want more clearly. Cause I've sat here for several episodes. Yeah, like I don't know when um, y'all will ever get satiated with just what you got. Never, never. Okay. <laughs> I definitely say I'm definitely gonna say there is so much real estate to build on other characters. <laughs> like Odila said, Mind Rashida. You. No, like I'm talking about like the sequels or no. But you just said when will we ever be satiated? No, you. Cause I know you want an epilogue. That's what you want. No, I yes just you want, do. I just want another book in the future about ten to fifteen pages about these two or somebody else. I'll take both. Okay. How cool. about you write about somebody else, but give me the update about how these two. Okay. I meant the whole appetite question more to the epilogue. I said, "Damn." I like, love an epilogue, though. Of course. Um, but <laughs> like Rashida and how she's doing in Western with Malik would be really interesting. I would also and oh god, whatever. We'll just add her into, I guess. Destiny. <laughs> what is Destiny's destiny? I totally forgot about her. Once she left the computer room, it was out done. Of yeah. Sight, out of mind. And how Mook ends up growing up and becoming yes. the probably like amazing young man he's gonna be um but yeah it the book mm, everything was everything was superb anyway it's time to rate this so this is about to be one of the easiest ratings absolutely I've ever you done. go first girl five out of five ten out of ten a hundred percent any metric y'all got <laughs> the maximum is what this book is like there is nothing in it that needs correction. There is no problem. Nope. The pacing is perfect. The characters are perfect. The story is perfect. The city is perfect. The writer is perfect. The Everything is perfect. Parfait. No notes whatsoever. This is a masterpiece completely. We have started so high this year that I'm really worried about everything that comes after. <laughs> This is always a problem because <laughs> we because I'm gonna tell you right now every time <laughs> we have said this is so good, like we're on a high. The next book takes us so low. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not too low, but you know, 
not high enough. That's why we said the next book, let's read something we know is good. Yeah, <laughs> okay? for sure. <laughs> let's break the curse. Um, God, I have the same rating. It's a 10 out of 10. Uh, tens, 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 tens across, across the, the board. board. Okay. Clean house, clean sweep. Done. It's just so good. I can't. I don't. I don't even feel full enough. <laughs> it's just like I nice. don't know. Like <laughs> you're such a hypocrite. No, one. because I'm rereading my notes and I said like there's just even more to unpack. What? I just finished this. <laughs> anyway, love. Let's talk about love. Love. Let's talk about young love. Young love. And let's talk about how in need we are of stories like this. Yes. We are lacking stories like this. May And maybe we're not, we've not, maybe we're wrong. Maybe there's more of these out there. And if sure. you guys know there's, <laughs> if you guys know more of these. Are you sure? <laughs> can I talk to the people for a second? Because I can just go into my little Google search bar and just figure it out. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Let's, you go ahead. If there's more of this out here, um, Please <laughs> slide into our DMs on Twitter, TikTok, uh, Instagram at Romantically Lit or email Romantically at g- gmail.com. Like, please, because this is so good, especially for a YA novel. I've not read a YA novel in a minute. Like, so I was a little, a little antsy about reading one. But I think we have, like I said, there's probably one or two others on our TBR this year yeah. that we would love to read for the podcast. So if there's other ones like this that are just as good as this, like, of course, and of course, I know there are good YA novels. Like we were oh yeah. YA's, but like, um, <laughs> and some of them are still my favorites. Like, you know, we're huge Meg Cabot fans on this podcast. I mean, Meg Cabot introduced me to a world I never knew existed. Listen, Listen. I'll give that woman her flowers every she single second. She introduced me to second. sexting. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, you know, I'm I'm lying because I really, really loved Children of Blood and Bone, and that's a YA novel. It's so well put together, and it's more into the fiction. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. The fantasy, I gave it to my rather. cousin to read. I still not read it. I'm going to read that before the end of s- before summer, um, if they ever do decide to make it a television show. Uh, um, at this point, they've been shopping for networks for so long. I, I know, don't even it's know. It's not even the network that I would want it to be on. The network you don't want it to yes. be on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and of course, like I'm a Hunger Games fan, so I love the Hunger Games. I think that those are well, amazingly well written YA novels. Um, I think about okay yeah you're right there probably are out there and yeah. we're, we ha- we're just not tapped into it as much but this one just no gimmicks you know what I mean like it's it's healthy I, I feel like it was just so comp- comprehensive yeah. there are only like 300 pages in here yeah. and I feel like I've digested too much like I'm sure you're either s- unable to be satiated or you've di- which one is it it's both which you while you're one mic like pick one it's both or do I it's both <laughs> I feel full and not full at the same time. I don't know. Maybe because of how you know we're recording it. <laughs> I feel like I'm unable to put emotions into words, but you know, um, you know what? I that's it. That's all I got. It's it's amazing. Can I say something? You're gonna say something weirdo, but I'm, I I know it's weird, but you can go ahead and say it. It's fine. I've not even said it yet, so why would you think I'm weird? Mm-mm. Go ahead. This book to me, like. Like, if I had three stages of life, it's Love Radio, Honey and Spice, and then Before I Let Go. Like, in terms of love and growth mm-hmm. of what I want to see, like, mm. like to me, they, they feel like unrelated sequels to each other of what mm. I think life should be, mm. if that makes sense. 
Yeah, I think I, I think I get, I think I get what you're saying. Yeah, especially this and Honey and Spices because they're both in like this creative space. Yeah. Um, but then if I wish what I do wish for both Kiki and Kai and um, Prince and and Danny, then it becomes something like before I let it go. Minus the trauma, of course, and the the, the but the girl was gonna be trauma. Yeah, like we we was trauma in this one. Um. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. These are just wow. I love words. <laughs> I love what y'all do with words. String them together to make stories. How y'all do that? That's talent. <sighs> well, oh, what should I do he now? He <laughs> listen. No, what should I do? Go read. It's like I finish a good TV show. Love and color. <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I'm our next you book, you just trying to move me on. I, I, it's, no, it's, it's I, I forced, it's forced grieving. That's what it to is. Do this, and you know, and I understand you because after we finished where we had to begin, I was like, "Well, there's nothing left for me now." <laughs> like, I did it all, man. Hey. Until we can actually end the podcast right here, I don't actually want to do it anymore. Like, yeah. I think I've accomplished everything I need to accomplish. Thank you. But um, <laughs> but yeah, this book is this book is beautiful like i cannot think of enough adjectives to describe the journey miss ebony liddell has taken me on and when i finally get to detroit i would love to revisit this as well and like or make it back to detroit i should say rather but um yeah i loved it i loved it and we hope you'll love love and color by bolu babalola which is what we will be reading next as we lead into the month of love, February. February? <laughs> I hate that month. <laughs> I like Black History Month, but y'all take this Valentine's Day too damn seriously. Oh, let's be calm. I'm joking. When that month hits, you guys, like Adila said, we are shining a light in this grayscale world with love in color. You see what I did there? Yes. I Yeah. As always, you guys, please follow us. If you have been following along, I hope you are. Please follow us on all our socials. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Um, and then, of course, you can always email us at romantically at gmail.com. We would love to really hear your opinions on this book, on this new season of love. You know what I mean? Uh, our books are getting better. Okay? We're getting more consistent, okay? <laughs> we have discipline, discipline, <laughs> discipline. You can see the January resolution spirit is still in her. I love it. Um, you know, I, I like it when the world does a little turnover. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. it gets you back into it. Um, but, yeah, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We are so grateful for all our followers. By the way, if you're new here, welcome. We say at the end. At the end. <laughs> Welcome. I, we're seeing the followers just trickling up. Okay, now. We'd like to see that. Um, <laughs> shout out, out to the big regions that are listening, by the way. And shout out to our little regions, to that one person in Lithuania. I see you. We love you. I hear you. And to the few of you in the Netherlands who've been going hard, Netherlands and Belgium, hello. We don't speak Dutch, but I'll say bonjour. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope you have a fantastic year as well. Anyway, that's what we got. And Let's we'll see you up. next week. Money Bye. Plans, money plans, money plans,